Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me as always on this depressing Monday is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Big Bick Trust, woo-woo, Chris Bizignano. Uh, I don't know where to start, Chris. We did not see that one coming. It was a dark Sunday for Giant fans as the other teams in the division all won. Uh, but most importantly, the Giants didn't take care of business and were... Um, I don't know if you mm-hmm. said it. Uh, we, we, we probably both said it, but you may have tweeted it. Giants were punched in the mouth yesterday and did yeah. not recover. Yep. Uh, this was worse than the 49er game, right? At least the 49er game. Actually, I was going to ask you that question. I was going to ask you that. That's funny. I was going to ask you They were actually in it the one half, and then the second half, the Niners kind of blew them out, right? It blew them off the ball. That was the end of that game. But yeah. this was like, Jerry, from the first series on, when Golden was untouched, yeah. picked up, you know, Kareem Jones picks up the fumble and almost takes it to the house. It was like, uh-oh, right? It, yeah. You had that feeling like this is going to be a long... And the defense came up at a stop after that. Yeah, right. After that, it was like, oh, you saw the way Jones was moving, and it was like, this is going to be a long one, you know? And it had that feel, man, I'm telling you, from the beginning. And, and it turned out to be true. Yeah, the, the, the Bradbury play made you give you a little bit of a false sense of security. Like, <laughs> wow, maybe, uh, okay, look at this. We're serious. You know, we, we, can, we can do this now. We can make mistakes and still win. And uh, no, we, we can't. We're not that. Giants are not that good. Um, the, the biggest question, uh, I guess, coming out of that game was the health of Jones and should he have played? Do we, we, there's so much to talk about on this offense. The offense for this podcast, guys, is going to take about 45 minutes probably. Um, because, I mean, it's what a, what a crap show. Uh, oh, Chris, should we can get right into it. Should Jones have played yesterday in your estimation? No. Jerry, I don't think he should have played. Yeah. I think maybe Joe Judge might have made his first real rookie mistake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Okay. Yep. Um, we are printing Sunday, the newspaper, and I just banged out a whole column on it, Jerry, which you obviously you'll be getting during the middle of the week. Yeah. Or maybe tomorrow, whatever. The point being is that, you know, I kind of, when you looked at Jones yesterday yeah. and the way it hampered the whole game plan yep. and what he does, um, you look at it and say, that might have been a big mistake playing him. Okay? Yeah. Because he just wasn't himself. All right? He was having, especially second quarter on, halftime, third quarter, hit that. You could tell, looking at him, the leg was getting worse and worse. It was yeah. bothering him. He couldn't throw. Obviously, we all know he couldn't run, right, Jerry? He didn't right. attempt to rush. Not even once. A couple of times, he took coverage sacks, kind of, you know, kind of went down, took the sack instead of trying to get the hell out of there, which we all know is part of Jones's game. It really, look, was it the whole thing, Jerry? No. I mean, the offensive line's got a block, too. I mean, they couldn't block Hassan, uh, Hassan Reddick at all. It was no, embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Eight sacks, you know, the whole deal. But fumbles by Jones. Yeah. He wasn't accurate. Yeah. Receivers just can't get separation in, mm. on a consistent basis. Once, even Judge said that take us, well, it's all factors. You know, once in a while we get separation, once in a while we get cub. All right. But they, they weren't separating. A couple of times, the guys were open. I saw it. Jones didn't see them. Oh, Deion Lewis was one of them in the flat, right? Yeah, Deion Lewis was one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they put it on TV, but one time Golden Tate was open on a cover two. He was open. They didn't put and, that one on. They put the Deion Lewis one on. Okay. Um, 
Well, I saw it. You know, obviously that's one of the advantages of being it. You yep. see the whole thing developing funnier, and yep. Jones didn't see that. Yeah. Um, England was not involved at all. Not was, at all. At all. Nope. Um, you know, uh, Gallman was running pretty well when he, in the touches he did get. I thought the play calling at times was suspect. Very much so. Um, and it was a, just a total, complete disaster. You know, um, I'm not blaming. You know, to me, Jerry wouldn't have mattered if McCoy played O Jones. But the point I like I'm bringing out here is that what was our biggest worry or fear was going to be okay if Jones goes, does he aggravate this leg more? Right. And I saw him yesterday, Jerry. He was limping off the field in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He was on a sideline, and it was hurting. I don't know. They'll never tell us if it aggravated him more. All we're going to do is find out as we practice this week and by the injury report and whether or not he could go next Sunday. But I think he aggravated a little bit more. I don't think he should play next Sunday if his leg still feels like it did yesterday. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Because, Jerry, I mean, I think we found out yesterday that his legs are – a huge part of his repertoire. Yeah, and, and last week I asked you a question kind of joking, and I should have been more serious about it. And it was, if with Jones without his legs, is this just the Pat Shermer offense? Because we're not going to see the, the, the zone read if he can't run. And what we got from Jones was a quarterback who t- yesterday didn't look like he had the pocket awareness. And again, guys, the line was terrible. The line was awful. Like I said, eight sacks, five by a Temple grad. I mean, <laughs> you got to be kidding me, right? Uh, they were a, Andrew Thomas. Everybody reverted to weeks cool. one through four. Yep. Um, but, you know, you, those who don't like Jones were very concerned yesterday and saying, oh, here we go. Look, look, he doesn't feel pressure. The, he had three fumbles, uh, two of which, or at least one, you pointed out was, well, that's not a strip sack. That was a your tweet. It was mm-hmm. he dropped it. So this just was fodder for the the anti-Jones crowd out there, and, and he did nothing to prove that he can be a, an Eli Manning-like pocket passer where he has pocket presence and can move inside the pocket. He didn't do that yesterday. Yeah, and Jerry, you know, we talked about it last week on a podcast about, okay, well, what, what do we talk about? We said, well, the zone is not going to be part of this game plan because right. Jones is not going to be able to run. Yep. And you're not going to be able – you don't want to push him – on a cutting and and maybe getting in an open field and trying to kick it and then he pulls it and, and he's done for the year right yeah but but you you remember what I put, what I said Jerry last week about the zone read that to me Garrett's got to show it right just don't pull it keep in. him and honest right show it. right show it yes because I I tell you what you're like oh Chris what's the what's the difference well I'll, I'll tell you what the difference is okay I'm watching Buda Baker. In the first quarter. Yeah. He's up in the box a lot. Yeah. They were seeing how <laughs> Jones was. Is he healthy? Is he going to do the zone read? Is right. he going to do a little, maybe a little RPO? RPO. Okay, and all that. And then as the game went on, Jerry. Yeah. Right? When they saw that Jones was not 100%, that they really weren't concerned about his legs, especially when he went down a few times on sacks. He didn't try to get the hell out of there and run. Right. You know? It was a different ball game. They adjusted. They were like, okay, you know what, Buddha? We don't need you in the box in this game. Right. You're going to go into a lot of cover two. You're going to do some bracket. But they were bracketing Slayton at, at times. They were, I saw it, you know. And, and Buddha helped out on the back end a lot. Yeah. And they were bracketing at times, other guys. And they weren't concerned about Jones. That's why I was saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you could see the way the Cardinals changed it up. And it was real effective because the, the receivers – look, folks – and Jerry, I guess we could talk about it. 
Darius Slayton is not a number one receiver. Right. He's not a number one on a football team. Let's get that, please, because I know people think he is. And oh, you know, Chris, you know, he had 100 yards and gets the power. He's not a, a true number one. Right. Okay. Right. He's a good receiver. He's nice. He's a nice receiver. Jerry, he's not even a one A. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, uh, you know, he's not even a one A. He's a he's a two. He's a guy who could do some things for you. No question, he could do some things for you. But you want to look at a real number one? Yeah. You look at a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> My yesterday. God, he's so good. You look at an Amari Cooper when you play him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, these are true number ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, even even the kid over there in Seattle is becoming a true number one in DK Metcalf. McLaren. Right? McLaren's a number one. Terry McLaurin, if he only had a quarterback, right? I mean, he's, yeah. he's going he's to develop into a true number one. Yeah. Slayton's not there, dude. Right. He's not a number one. I agree. Um, he he has issues in separating. Like the rest of the step, the Giants, Jerry. I put it on Twitter this morning. I know you read it. I think most people actually agree with me, but they yeah. des- desperately, Jerry, need a true number one, a guy that could separate for next season, you know? And even Judge said it today, he was like, we're going to do what we have here, you know? And, and to me, you know, I like to study what coaches say, Jerry, sometimes. Yeah. and they, Maybe they don't look to tip themselves off, but they don't. Yeah. And we're going to get into that in a second about Jones, coming back to Jones, but you could tell Judge, because he was asked about it today about separation, and Judge basically said, well, guys, this is what we have. Yeah. I'm telling you, Jerry. No, that's what Chris yeah. is saying. Yeah. Chris, One, two, just Chris, quickly. I know, yeah. Jerry, I'll let you jump in about Jones. Yeah. That long conversation he had with him last Thursday night, he told us Friday morning he had another long conversation with him. To me, I think he tried to talk Jones, you know, trying to protect him. And I think Jones talked him into playing. They felt he was healthy. They could do it. And, Jerry, I think it was a mistake. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jerry. I agree with you. One. Two. Two things I wanted to say about the receivers. One, after a couple of weeks of, of not throwing the ball to Slayton or, you know, last week they threw one pass to him, they threw to him seven times in the first half and completed three passes. It was almost as if they were force-feeding it. Like, and Garrett's done this before where we've criticized something, and by chance, I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast and all of a sudden changes game plan. We said something earlier in the year, or you put it on uh, Big Tuesdays, <laughs> and he all of a sudden did the opposite of what you were talking about. And he did that yesterday. He threw seven times to Slayton, which I thought was weird. And the other thing, I don't always mean to pile on this guy because I like him in reform, but if we're not going to get our tight end that we believe or the coaching staff believes is part of the future of this team involved till the fourth quarter, then we have to upgrade that position too. And I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't take it anymore with Evan Ingram. Now, <laughs> I don't know, Chris, what you saw if he was open and they just weren't throwing to him, mm-hmm. but this just seems absurd now that you have this quote-unquote weapon who was a mismatch for linebackers and safeties and the first pass that went his way was in garbage time in the fourth quarter. So if you're yeah. going to upgrade wide receiver, which I agree with you, whether it be through free agency or the draft, we need to upgrade tight end as well going forward. Um, yeah, I like to look at it again, Jerry. But in the third quarter, I think somebody next to me says, does anyone have a catch? <sighs> and, and then we looked at the computer. It was like, you know, one target, zero catch. Yep. Is that really Evan or is it? Right, I don't know. Yeah. Or is that the scheme of what they're doing out there? Right. You know, I mean. Right. So it was, it was, look, Jerry, it was a bad game all around. Uh, I guess, Seattle, real quick, real quick, let me stay on that. My point is, Zach Ertz, Kelsey. The, yeah, they the, get targeted. Right. They, like, their yeah. coach says, oh, no, we're targeting. Yeah. That's a, they're a main part of this offense. So anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you just hate to see them disappear, right, Jerry? Right. During the game. Well, right. you never, when you watch an Eagle game, right? Right. And Zach, when Zach Ertz is, is healthy. Yeah. 
he seems like he's targeted a yeah. ton. And right? they tar- they target their tight ends all game. Goddard. Yeah. I mean, your you know, your boy eighty five, the one you point out. What the hell's his name? Rogers. Yeah. yeah Rogers. I mean, you, you just hate to see Evan not targeted. At right. All. Now he's up there with the targets on the team and all that. I get it, but you, you just you look at it and go, why are we having a stretch of four quarters where he's targeted one time? And so I'm not even counting the last series, whatever it was. Right. You know, uh, they, Same. Yeah, I think they hit him once or whatever. You know, when Arizona was laughing back there. You know, so. Um, yeah, I, you look, it, it was, I, I gotta be honest with you. Arizona punched them in the mouth. Yeah. They came in with something to prove yesterday. Yeah. Okay. They lost three in a row. Kyler Murray was getting criticized because they felt in Arizona, he was hiding his shoulder injury. Mm. He wasn't running. Well, guess what? He was running yesterday, right, Jerry? Oh boy. He was throwing the ball on Look, I pointed it out on Twitter during the week. Look at the accuracy of this kid, right? Yeah. Well, how was his accuracy yesterday? He oh. made some unbelievable throws. That one where he was blitzed, threw off his back foot over four Giants to the tight end was insane. Right. And he made some other um, real good throws too, yeah. man. You know? Yeah. Um, so he came in with a little chip on his shoulder. Arizona did, and he took it to. Oop. Lost you. Did you press mute? Jerry, I'm sorry. Yeah. My, right. my dog, my dog. All right, Chris, I think the me. dog barking is part of the podcast, buddy. I expect it now. Seems that way, right? <laughs> Um, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So they, Murray, they, how, they, how accurate Murray was. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they took it to the Giants in every phase coaching. They took it to him, you know, on the field and all that. So yeah. it, was, it was just not a good day, dude. Yeah. I mean, the it, it's frust- it was frustrating to watch as a fan, right? It, this kid is so mobile and so accurate. And, you know, when he rolls, when he runs out uh, out of the pocket, it's you have Dalvin Tomlinson chasing him. You're like, oh, he's going to he's going to get that corner. Um, and again, we're not blaming the defense at all, but watching him play and his mobility to the limited mobility that Daniel Jones had was, um, was very frustrating, but staying on the offense, you bring up a great point about the wide receivers. None of them can get separation. seems like every pass golden Tate catches, God bless him. I mean, he's jumps up and fights for the ball, but there's no separation. Uh, Sterling Shepard wasn't getting separation. Um, you know, that, that weird third and one call that I asked you. I texted you with some colorful language. Was that an audible? Uh, it turns out I don't think it was. And it just, they, they need a number one, Chris. You, you said it perfectly. Whether And I don't care if it's Allen Robinson or if he keeps saying Allen Robinson. Fine, whatever. I don't care, guys. Or if it's in the draft. So, Yeah, yeah, they're going to need that in the offseason. Uh, I don't think there's any question they're going to need somebody that can make a difference out there. A guy could separate it. You know, um, but like George said today, this is what we have. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna have to do this now. Uh, there was times Jones did have time. And he looked like he was looking left, and nobody was open. Yeah. I mean, he's on blanket cover cover corners out there. What What'd you think of that third and one? Oh, I thought it was a bad call. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was actually hoping that it was an audible so to kind of <laughs> to kind of like you know give Garrett a break because I started reading Twitter and people were looking to kill Garrett already. You know. Yeah. Including myself because I was putting like, what the hell was that? You know. Oh, Especially God. Goldman just got nine on a play before that. Yeah, and, and you know somebody asked a question last week, and it was a, a val- I think it's a valid point now. Like, what, what? Why did they get away from the run yesterday, Chris? Because they averaged over. Gallman was averaging four point eight per carry. He didn't get the ball that much. Did they just for, were they forcing the pass? I mean, he, Cardinals were twenty first against the run, and I, I don't know what the hell the, the play calling was yesterday. I I always want to blame play calling because Garrett's been good lately, but that was yeah. bizarre. Well, you know, they, they got some sacks, put them in long positions, yeah. long, uh, you know, third and second and longs. They had to throw there. Yeah, that's a good point. They fell behind 20 to nothing, you know, and, yeah. the, you know, they had to throw all second half, basically. So, that you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, 
you know, you got to, you know, sometimes Game you got to look at the circumstance. You know, when, when you get sacked eight times, that means what? The next play, you're in a long, long, and uh, long yard situation. You yeah, know? yeah. So that hurt, Jerry. Yeah. yeah, that hurt. That takes you out of the running game, dude. When you can't protect the front, and every other drive, you know, you're at your second and fourteen, you know, yeah. and this and that. And that guess what? Now you got to throw. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that was part of it. That was part. Of it. Now look, when it was twenty to seven. They get the ball back, and I'm like, okay, you know, it's still a game. There's plenty of time left in this game. It was midway through the third quarter, I believe, whatever it was, and, and they had that second and 10 run by Gorman, went for nine, and I expected another run to keep this thing rolling, and I just thought they got a little too cute. Then now, Judge said they got to look that if they showed it, they were going to go after it, and they got a little man with Shep, but Jones missed him. It was not a good back shoulder fade. You know, yeah, he missed him. Yeah, Jones was inaccurate all day. I mean, was it part of the leg? Maybe. Was it part of rust? Maybe. I'm sure it was both, right? Yeah. But Jerry, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but it wasn't like he missed five games. He missed one game. And no, you're very, right. It's very inaccurate, you know? If he's if he's that way again next week, Chris, do you play Colt McCoy? He can't, Jerry, you saw what happened yesterday, right? Yeah, I agree with you. That's why I'm asking. I don't play him. Yeah, I agree. The legs are a big part of his game. I mean, right. this is what makes this kid go now, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not... Uh, you know, uh, Eli Mann could get away with that because he's a pure pocket passer and he could just sit back there and this and that. But, you know, and he – and Jerry Jones aggravated it yesterday. Trust me. There was one time yeah. – I don't know if they showed this on television, Jerry. Yeah. He threw a ball and he did like this little hop on his one leg. Like I, we were all like, holy crap, you know? Yeah. And then he limped off. He wasn't limping really in the first half. He was limping more and more in the second half. No, nah, they made okay? a comment that he was limping off the field yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, so he obviously is not feeling good, Jerry. And it's not going to heal. Okay, it's not going to heal this week. You try to get a little bit better, but it's not going to heal. You're going to have to rest it, you know, a week. Or you send him back out there, right? And mm-hmm. you hope they protect better. And he hopes he's more accurate. And you hope guys can get open against Cleveland. Which, yeah. Look, Jerry, uh, they should have got open against Arizona, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Patrick Peterson. No, no, don't give me Patrick Peterson, folks. I watched them all years. This isn't the same Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Kirkpatrick, Chris. <laughs> Patrick, you know, what, what are you coming? Please, guys, please. Yeah, yeah. Now, next week, the Browns secondary, and especially they don't have Denzel Ward, they're going to be even worse. Not really good in that back end, but guess what? They're going to have Miles Garrett. They're going to have Olivier Vernon. Right? Yeah, remember pass him? rush is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have some pass rushes coming up there, brother. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, they, they just went from, you know, if you think Hassan Reddick's good, folks. You know, he's nothing. He's not even the same league as Miles Garrett. Yeah, you know? I, I, that's what I was going to say. It's it's another thing. Like, unless jo- unless you have a game plan where Jones gets rid of the ball quickly or they even maybe, like you said, threaten to use the, the zone read, play Colt McCoy. If you're going to have the same he- Jones health-wise, there's there's not even a choice now. I, I, I agree with you. I think they play Colt McCoy and roll the dice and see if your defense can uh, can out, outlast their defense and that Baker Mayfield makes more mistakes than Colt McCoy. Um as far as short, the, little short routes killing you too, Jerry. It's like a thousand times, just little four yard routes. Well, Chris, they showed they showed they showed um I guess what you what you see in the all twenty two. Right. It was a panoramic version of the routes they were running. Oh, uh, that's what on TV yesterday? Oh god. Well, let me guess. Four yard little Oh, day. and two guys almost in the same spot. Like I two said to myself goals. I said to myself, players hate when they get called out because the film is the film. You get, if you make a bad play, you're going to get called out on it. I actually thought of Jason Garrett in on Bick Tuesdays tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I thought, oh, this is not going to be good for Jason Garrett with Chris. I said, 
Oh, was it that bad, Jerry? There were a couple they showed where okay. it, the routes are just terrible. Well, I'm going to show it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I said dig, but what I meant is a little four-yard curl. Yeah, right, right? yeah. Five-yard. Right. Yep. Right. Maybe a little pivot. Nothing down like the field. All, I'm going to show all it short. Tomorrow, man. Yeah. Two guys almost in the same spot. Like, I'm mm -hmm. what the hell? Um, but that, you know, Jason Garrett aside, the, the offensive line, that was, that was mm. maybe their worst game after having about, what, six really bad games this year, then they kind of turned it around. But that was, uh, that was terrible yesterday. And Andrew Thomas regressed yesterday, Oof. I hate to say. Awful. You know, because the kid was really coming on, but he regressed yesterday. He yeah. dropped, I saw him drop his head one time on one sack. Yeah. Bad technique. Um, even Zyla, they got him on a twist. Zyla, he gave up a sack. A lot of pressure. The last you know. one, Reddick ran right by him. Right, I think that was the twist I'm talking about. The yeah. little twist, and Zyla yeah. didn't pick him up. He ran right by him. Right by him. So just, you know, you know look. You know, somebody brought up yesterday too, Jerry, and I don't know if they brought this up on television, but they actually were talking about it today too. Did the players get a little full of themselves after that game against Seattle? I hate to think that, but that was kind of a really like that effort yesterday was like wow. I think but it's natural. Uh, maybe it's natural. No, I mean, I mean, I think it's I think it's a natural thing for us to think, and I think right. it's natural. Oh, right, for, right. And I think it's natural for it to happen because Chris, all week long, Giants are favored. I, every every New York radio station show I turned on this week. Betters, gamblers. I love the Giants two and a half. I love the Giants three. I think the Giants are going to smoke the Cardinals. I, I didn't think at all of going in and having a letdown game if we could. That's not really a letdown game, but we're not good enough to have a letdown game. But I felt great. Everybody felt good about this game. So no, Chris, I think that I think it's, I think it's a good possibility that the Giants felt a little too good about themselves. These are four, four wins in a row. No, I, I think it might be a little possible. You know, I hate to say that, but it's possible. But, but Jerry, let's cre look. Let's credit the defense a little bit, okay? Because, and that first of all, they were on the field like seventy nine plays. Hey, Chris, hang on. Before we go to the defense, folks, you are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley, available on a ton of platforms, including but not limited to iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iTunes. And real quick, guys, a word from our sponsor, My Bookie. Between the NFL and college football, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you could turn your game day into payday, baby, with MyBookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. Every team has a chance to win. Well, except for the New York Jets. And you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at MyBookie, and when you do, use our promo code, G-I-A-N-T, to claim a deposit match, dollar for dollar, all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Even stacked UFC cards. You can bet on those as well. All the major sports and more. Sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. Again, guys, promo code G-I-A-N-T. And we're back and Sagendorf can't yell at me or text me this week because I did the reset. So, all right, buddy. Uh, defense. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, look, Jerry, uh, I thought the defense 
did a hell of a job in they the did. first half. Yeah. Uh, you know, they give up the golden the golden sh- uh, strip sack, and he takes it down, and, and you know, they got the goal line situation. They and stop, they stop him. him. Yeah. They, yeah, they hold him to a couple of field goals after special teams and another turnover. Uh, you know, Arizona started, I think, seven drives or five drives and, and plus territory on a 50, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, You know, so the defense had their backs against the wall. Yeah. Okay, they did a good job in Kenyon Drake in the first half in a running game. Yeah. Okay, uh, they have to chase Kyler Murray around for 70-plus plays. They were obviously gassed by the end of the game. That's it's got to be, started... be so tiring. Right. I mean, that's when Drake started getting him in that fourth quarter in the yeah. second half. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So I thought they held up their end of the bargain. I really did. I did, too. It felt like the Seattle game, except we were playing even worse offensively, if that's possible. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and, fe- it felt like the, the, the defense was keeping him in it, and you think – Man, this team really does have a good defense. You're proud of them. And you're like, all right, as long as they keep it to 13 nothing first half, we can do this. But as we know, it never happened. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins wasn't hurt. I mean, he caught some balls and he sat down in some zones. And yeah. he caught some ball up into the last quarter when he got him and he burned them on a 40-yard play whatever, you know. But he really wasn't doing damage to them. You right. know, Murray was hurting him with the legs a little bit, you know. And he made a fantastic play to Arnold right. on that touchdown. Ridiculous but play. Their backs were against the wall. The whole first half, man. And they came out of it. They, only, they were down 13 points. You know, it could have been way, way worse than that. Yeah, the giant you offense, know? what, crossed the, the the 50-yard line once yesterday? Once. And their special teams has been an issue, and they didn't do their end of the bargain. They didn't carry their end of the bargain. It's three weeks no. in a row, man, of, of allowing returns and just not. Riley Dixon now, Chris, I don't know if you noticed, he's, yeah, he's averaging 48, 49 yards a kick, but he's kicking down the center of the field, and now he's out kicking the coverage. So they're getting huge returns all the time now. I, I'm not I'm not saying to be Jeff Eagles, but you got to put it more towards the sidelines. And Chris, I had a question for you on special teams. I don't mean to pick on somebody who's been our, one of our best defensive players, but explain this to me. And I'm seriously saying this. Wasn't the rule that if you're on the, the, the returner lines up on the 10 yard line, if you take a step back, you let it go because there's a good chance it's going to go into the end zone. When the hell did that change? Because... Jabril Peppers catches the ball on the five-yard line, a fair catch, and it's like, Jabril, I love you, but stop doing that. Yeah, I think he did it twice yesterday. Yeah, I mean, twice he did it. You know, you, you got to let that ball bounce, man. Yeah, I, I, know, okay. I know these guys doing more and more, and I could never quite – because you remember, Jerry, when we were kids, when we were younger? Yes. That was like, that was like a felony crime. That was John, John Madden's credo every week. You stand on the 10. If it goes behind you, you let it go. I mean, Peppers did it twice. Oh. You know what? Peppers, you know, he – you know, he's a threat, no doubt about it, but he his judgment is definitely in, has to be questioned <laughs> in these punt returns. But either let the ball bounce yeah. or fair catching it now on a five, you right, know? Right. And I'm gonna ask McGahee that, you know? Yeah. Um uh, about, you know, what's going on exactly because the special teams now has been bad. It was Three a, games it was a strength. Not, I'm not even talking about Deion Lewis fumble, right? Set up Arizona and, and, and plus territory again, right? Yeah, and you know, besides the fumble, man, he looks like he's just running in quicksand. I mean, can we, yeah. like, can we just play Pettis or try him? Well, I don't know what's going on. I guess Pettis isn't showing anything, Jerry. He hasn't been active once. I know. I'm just, I'm bitching. Right I, Jerry, point. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure that maybe they will try him this week. No, you know, I'm just, I, I'm so tired of seeing Deion Lewis back there. That's all. Well, I was glad they gave C.J. Board a shot. Right. Yes. Yes, I was too. You know? Yep. I was glad they gave him a shot. So special teams has not been good the last three weeks, which is... Look, the combination of Judge and McGahee, it's, it's a surprise. Yeah, it should be better. Because they've been excellent up until these last three weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
So um, that's an issue right now. You could tell Judge was really, he was pretty disturbed by that today too. He was disturbed by a lot today, Judge. For the first time, I actually saw a little bit of another side of the Judge. He looked like he was a little down and a little like not bewildered, but just a little different today. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah, like we got a uh, you know why handed to us yesterday, coaching and playing wise. You know, Chris, it was the first game where it seemed like the Giants weren't prepared as much as they should have been. And I haven't said that once this year. Even the 49er game, you just felt like, wow, we just stink. But that game yesterday was the first time, even on even with people on Twitter, like, we don't we don't seem like we're prepared. It seems like we were a little bit outcoached in every facet of that game yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they caught him a little bit, Jerry. I think yeah. Kingsbury, Vance Joseph, they did a hell of a job. Yeah. They had a hell of a game plan, and they adjusted yeah. when they saw Jones was not Jones, right. legs-wise. Right. I think they uh, they took it to him in every phase yesterday, Jerry. Yeah. That's fair. yeah. Look, I, I think Graham's guys, they came out, they were rolling, you know, uh, they were doing what they had to do, but then, you know, like I said, kind of caught up to them. But some guys, you know, uh, not some guys, I should say, they just, they got, they took it to him yesterday, Jerry. And, yeah. you know, those turnovers early and all that, and then, you know, when you see a starting quarterback, he's just not himself. And, and, and even when he's in a pocket, he's missing guys inaccurate. I think Slate had to make one catch in the first play of the game, whatever it was. He oh, was way, about, way behind him. I couldn't believe he caught it. Yeah, you know, and, and they couldn't move the ball, and then he couldn't block. And it was, you know, it just took the win, you know. And then Kyler Murray's doing things all over the damn place. And, and, and you know, so, hey, they, they, they got, you know, let's go back to the drawing board, Jerry, you know. Um, yeah. And, and they'll come out, and they'll be better against Cleveland. They, they match up better, in my eyes, against Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland likes to run the ball. That's a giant strength. You know, the, the Giants are pretty good against the run. So we'll see how that works out next week. But um, the Jones thing is going to be what's uh, hovering, right, Jerry? Well, what do we do with him? Yeah, I know. I, and like you said, I, I agree with you. If he's going to be like that and he can't use his legs, um, I want to play McCoy. And I'm not I'm – not, Monday morning quarterbacking Daniel Jones right now, but I was alarmed by his lack of pocket awareness yesterday. That's all. I, I, I look. Twitter was nuts yesterday. Okay, guys, look, we're all Giant fans here. Say what you want, but look, you just won four straight games. Okay, the Gettleman must go. Jones. St- I was I was compiling a list of all the things everybody was saying yesterday. Jones is not the guy. Gettleman's got to go. Judge stinks. They, I, come on, guys. It's one loss. Yes, it was bad. But I'll say this, where I, I don't agree with them, but I was alarmed at if he can't use his legs, how effective of a passer is he? That that was scary yesterday. That's all. Yeah. Uh, all, you could, all you could hope for, Jerry, is that leg was hurting him much more yeah. than what he's saying. And he just, you know, he, it was bothering him that much in the pocket. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. So, uh, but, but Jerry... If he can't overcome that, which yesterday he showed he can't, then guess what? You got to sit him. Yeah. You know, then yeah. sit him. Yeah. I understand you're fighting for a division, and I, I don't know maybe if that maybe that clouded judges. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, judges judgment a little bit. You sure. Know what I mean? Sure. Hey, we're fighting for a division. I got to get this guy out here. You know? Yeah. Right. So you know you're five and eight, and you're still fighting for the division, but. Jerry, you're not, you know, if, if you play this kid the way he looked yesterday and the way he handled his leg injury, yeah, then you might as well just sit him. Right. Because, it, Jerry, it wasn't like he threw for 280 yards yesterday and had a couple of picks maybe because of the leg, but they moved the ball. They got 21 points. They did nothing, dude, nothing. 100 and whatever the hell of yards they had. It was horrific, you know? Oh, net yards, Chris, it was uh, 81 passing. 
Right, and he had what told you it was on 145, whatever it was. Yeah, the, so, the two quarterbacks I think combined for that, but net so, net passing yards was 81. No, no, Jerry, I'm talking about total yards. Oh, sorry, 159. 159. Yeah, yeah. I mean to I three mean, so, to 390. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't have that, man. So if he can't go, obviously, he, you know, he can't. Then you you got to take your shot, McCoy. Yeah. And see what and see you know where the chips fall, buddy. Because the, yeah, you know. Because you can't throw Jones out there. Listen, he didn't show yesterday that he should be out there next week because he was pretty effective yesterday on one leg. He didn't show that yesterday. Yeah, so McCoy with two legs is definitely better than Daniel Jones with one leg. We've 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 figured that one out, right? Yes. That's all we're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, obviously, it, it's bothered him, you know, a lot, and he yeah. can't really go with it. So yeah. why play him again? And I, now it's like, how do you play this guy again next week? You know? Yeah, you can't. So. The um the three stats that jumped out at me yesterday, you just named one of them, 390 to 159, first downs, 22 to 10, and time of possession, 37-52 to 22-08. It was like, all right, well, I guess who I know who won this game, and three turnovers to none. Like, wow, that is – I'm surprised it was only 26 to 7. I mean, if the defense was lesser of a unit in the first half, that's a 30s to 40 type of game. I mean, they got their asses kicked yep. yesterday. Yep, that's um, it. Real quick, on defense, I just wanted to say, like, as I was, you know, getting on Jabril Peppers for the punt returns, but 13 tackles all over the field, playing like a maniac. Um, it, it, but he's still, he's such a bright spot. And I get excited when I see these young guys, Tay Crowder, Carter Coughlin. Defense is, is fun to watch, and they deserved a little bit better yesterday, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't get much pressure on Murray. No, you know? right. That was a concern. Yeah. Um, and they kind of lost a little pass rush discipline at times. But Murray's such such a weapon, man. He's, he's so difficult to defend, you know. So, uh, but, yeah, Jerry, uh, look, I, I agree with you. I know it's just 390 yards, but they, they did what they had to do, in my opinion, up to the point where they kind of just, that was it. You know, um, they were out there way too much. Yeah. And it's tough to ask the defend this guy 70. 70- nine plays, whatever the hell it was. And, uh, you know, you're getting no help from the other side of the ball. So tell you what, I uh, was watching that uh, Redskins 49. I'm sorry. Jeez. Washington, Washington football. football team. Oh, Washington football team, 49er game. And forget Chase Young because the Giants beat the Redskins. And you don't, I'm not second guessing a victory last year. But one guy that we could have had and we both liked and we passed on him. Uh, Montez Sweat is a hell of a player, Chris. And it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, not saying I have buyer's remorse, but man, he'd look pretty good in blue right now. So I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Well, Sorry. they got a bunch of studs in that defense. Oh. So it's going to be a pain for a long but time. They, you know, they, you know, they have to come home now and they, they have to play a Seattle team, you know, with uh, probably Dwayne Haskins, guys, or a very good chance it's Dwayne Haskins. Haskins, right. You know, and, and it gets a, a good Seattle team. And, and the Giants are going to be playing a Browns team. Everybody will watch them tonight, I'm sure. But Browns team that I know they're nine three, but they could be beat. Trust yeah, me, yeah. they're not a you know solid nine. They're saying a you know, solid nine three team. So yeah, I, th- I think you you tweeted it yesterday. Like, there's a good chance that by next Sunday night, guys, the Giants will be playing for first place again. Right. Exactly. You know. So uh, it's one week, and it was not a good effort. Um, but Judge will get them back to work, and you kind of expect back to that tight. Tough game Sunday night, right? Yeah. I mean, guys, um, just try not to be as bipolar. And that's coming from someone who's out of his mind with with the Giants. Like, I get it. I I get being all over the place. But take your medication this week, guys. Get back on board. 
like Chris said, by next Sunday night, there's a good chance we're going to be okay. And, and we're playing at least for the division because I do not see the Washington football team beating Seattle, and especially if Dwayne Haskins is starting at quarterback. So, and keep in mind, guys, uh, you know, Washington, Dallas, Eagles, they all play each other over the next three weeks. So you're going to see a lot, of, a lot of losses in our division. Just got to take care of business, get back on track, beat the Browns, and forget about this past Sunday because there's nothing else you can do about it. That was uh, uh, is what it is. It was just a beatdown. So that's, yeah. that's that. So, all right, buddy. Anything else? No, that's it, man. So right, uh, man. I guess we'll talk at the end of the week. We'll get into the Browns. Big Tuesdays, right? And tomorrow we'll start, maybe even tonight. Oh, don't tease them. <laughs> uh, start uh, maybe looking at some, t- you know, sh- showing some plays that obviously this is going to be mostly a negative Big Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. On on everything they did wrong, you know, maybe you know, try to show some route trees and guys not separating and uh, and obviously offensive line up front. What the hell happened there too? You know, so. <laughs> I, I I shudder to think what like like if I was a player, I'm like, oh my god, I, I the big Tuesdays would scare the hell out of me. Like because it's you're just naked. It's just out. You're out there. It's out there. The mistakes you made, they're all on film. And this week's <laughs> gonna be ugly. You're gonna you're gonna see some. Chris, you're going to see some pass patterns that you're, they're going to make you want to throw up. So, <laughs> anyway. So, all right, buddy. Good job. All right, Giant fans, to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M A G Z T E R. And download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. And remember, guys, don't worry about it. The music stays, by the way. And remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye bye, everybody.